When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, we would like to acknowledge the traditional people on the land of Los Angeles that we're doing this podcast on. The Keech, Shumash, and Tongva people and pay our respects to their elders both past and present. Salmon or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kinda gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. There is so much to talk about, babe. I know. We I just mean, played doubles. We just played some doubles tennis. Our friend Adrian said, you see someone's true personality in the game of tennis. What I don't know we if there any, about each well, other? well, I don't know what other game, I'm sure there's a lot, where you curse at yourself so much. Mm. You, you know, I don't go as far as a lot of people I hear on the other courts saying, you idiot, that was so dumb, you you know, Directed jerk. to themselves or to their doubles to their, partner? No, yourself. Yeah. I do a lot of, God damn it. You do a lot of sort of these primal grunts. Yeah. They're almost like, but like, I don't like labor pains. I don't kind of. sort of uh, swear at myself. No, that's the one you draw the line there. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I worry that I'm like, uh, you know, I don't want to bring people down, and also I never want to be the worst player on the court. I hear you. Do you feel? I thought that you had pretty good game today, though. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, you were like zooming all over. Hey, look, I play tennis the same way I do my career with a lot of chutzpah, and I fail fast, fail cheap, fail often. Okay, you know, yeah. I swing for a lot. I miss a lot. I mess a lot up. But what but did your I've coach right say you, to have? Did you do that? Have the intention at least? Yeah. Well, my tennis teacher, Chris, uh-huh. uh, which is something you really say in your forties. I think your tennis teacher, you have someone that they're called that Chris. No, no, just that you like have a tennis teacher. Yeah. Just be, it feels like it's it's a certain like milestone you pass in life. Uh-huh. Uh, he said to me, you know, don't run around like a crazy person swinging for something. If you're going to miss, miss it on your own terms. Just right. miss gracefully. Right. And I've applied that retroactively to my whole career. Yeah, miss yeah. gracefully. I like to miss on my own terms. We had a very, not like a call me by your name, like Le Bandouche in France or some very old, like Euro nightclub-y night. <laughs> Wait, how is it like call me by your name? Well, there's like a club, a club that they go to in the summer where it's like, well, that one is young people, but... One of my point is we had a very Euro family. We had a family night of nightclubbing. Yeah, like yes. in European movies and in Europe where families go out with their like teenagers or early 20s. Like you'll see the dad and the, yeah. you know, it's not in a gross way. It's just like unusual in America. Yeah, it was semi like a wholesome atmosphere for a family day. So we were, I was not excited. Not wholesome, but I just mean it's a European type of thing. I do. I agree. I agree. Oh, it's but- like Monaco. Right, like everyone yeah. goes out, but it's not necessarily. Dancing. I'm saying it's not necessarily seedy. Sure, sure, they're yeah, not all like, like doing blow, but no. it's like they're dancing at a yeah, disco. dancing together, discotheque. the discotheque. Yeah, so the dare came to town, and we're doing a DJ set at Teddy's at the Roosevelt. And, and if like, you don't know the dare, they do that song that says, "I like the girls who do drugs, girls, the girls with, with cigarettes in the back of the club." Anyway, it's super fun. It's like. Some people find it a little juvenile, but that's yeah. exactly why I like it. Yeah. It reminds me of like early. LCD, Beastie Boys, just like, you know, just like people having the time of their life making music to party to with their friends. Yeah. 
so he, the guy Harrison, was doing a DJ set at Teddy's at the Roosevelt, and I got us on the, you know, we RSVP'd to get on the guest list. And then I mentioned it, we were having but a we little- But we didn't need that RSVP. Everyone was flashing it, I guess, on their phones, oh, technically. okay, got I don't it. Know. But yeah, it was, I think it was more actually a ploy to get your phone number for a mailing list. Uh-huh. But, um, but we were having a little- lovely bagel breakfast at your mum's house. The whole family was there. Mm -hmm. Someone said, what are you doing tonight? I said, oh, we're going to see the Dare DJ at the Roosevelt. Suddenly it was a group activity. Yeah. There were generations of family saying, let's go see the Dare DJ. Yeah. So – it was it was kind of hilarious because you know the uh, I think we were the older people that the young people were looking at like cool one day I'll be cool I I mean I didn't <laughs> really think that. I didn't I don't think I they didn't were think that, that but somebody I was telling this story to somebody other than the beautiful babies who are listening <laughs> to this they said yeah I think that uh, they were young and they said I like when I see older people at That's a club because I think oh cool I'll do that when I'm older well you feel like life doesn't end when you hit 30 or whatever like, I guess it's a, the, there was always someone older at cool clubs I'd be at like totally. but so, if sometimes if there were those like iconic people you were like of course it didn't feel like yeah like Sylvia Miles or something yeah you weren't like, like who's that old person no You're totally like, but it was amazing sense. because it was the essence of what the dare is doing is just like Awesome hedonism, young club vibes. We kissed on the dance floor. We did. We made. I mean, we were. Out, baby. We made out. But like when I say on the dance floor, like we were. Yeah, we were on the dance floor. We were like down by the DJ booth. Everyone gathered. Around. It was. It was a great vibe. But what was so funny about it? What was so comedic was your the Jewish mother in you who was waiting for everybody to come and your ex, my ex, David Netto who, was. We don't normally <laughs> stand in a line to get in a club. Like not. For so long, have it's we done it? It's something that there's a period where that ends. Yeah. Generally. So yeah, you yeah. and I went really early. Yeah. So we got in, and then it was that capacity just when David, my yeah. ex, was there, and he's standing in the line, and I'm like looking out the door, and I said to the the security guard, the doorman, like, he's old. Can you just <laughs> let him in? And they were like, sorry, we have to wait. And for- he's at the front of probably a hundred people yeah. waiting to get and in. And it is fun. For you like do have 30 to, minutes. Yeah. And you do have to know David Netto's personality a little bit that he was chill. He, he liked absolutely it. Though. Was, but he is someone who is used to the finer things Listen. in life. Waiting in lines for things is not, this is probably not his favorite thing. And he can so. have a short temper like when, if you are. <laughs> he, and he is going to be a guest on the pod at some if point If you are going to pick him up from the airport and you're a few minutes late, he'll just jump <laughs> in a taxi or an Uber. Like he won't, he's just like, no. So I'm you not. were amazing because we're like, great. we're there like trying to have fun, doing a couple tequila uh, shots. And you're like, you're running back and forth to the door trying I to shepherd in family. I out. <laughs> was oh my so. God. But then it all worked out in the end. It did all work out. And it was so. The energy was it, good. It's funny how, um, like, when there's fads, I guess. Sure, you know, sure. Some people, I guess, feel when you get older, you feel a little threatened by frivolity or something. And it's like, I'm just looking at this guy going, like, look at this guy. This is a handsome young kid who's talented and he's on top of the world. And it's, like, so fun to watch. Like, it's the same reason it was fun to watch The Strokes on stage. That it's, yeah. like, these are people just, like, having a blast. And surely there's got to be room for that in Well, yeah, there's def- different reasons why people tear down someone having a moment. Like, one, like Ted Lasso, for better or worse, some people just don't like that, that style or the sentiment or whatever. But there was, like, this overwhelming love for Ted Lasso. And then there was the backlash. Mm. And then there was always the people who were, like, not my style, whatever. And then there's just the people that were the original fans. And then once the person becomes big for everyone else, they're like annoyed because they're like, that was my band or whatever. But yeah, it's funny. The dare thing is interesting though, because it's also, 
it's very sexual. Yeah. And a lot of sort of hipster culture has become less sex positive. Right. Like it's sort of seen as like sexuality is almost like a throwback but to another time. But what about not slut shaming and all that? That's good. We should keep that. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm. I'm not saying. I this know. Is like, I know it's not how you feel, but I'm. Yeah, just like, I'm just saying I'd there be... are some people who feel that the there's something transgressive or like retro about being just like horny in the club, right? For but, like rock and roll. Oh, do you think in like rap songs though? That's like very hyper. Yeah, no, that's different. I think it's just there's something particularly about like this sort of like white hipster culture where there has been people like a little bit turning on overt sexuality, Listen, like turning when, against it. <clears throat> when, 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 when Rod Stewart said, if you want my body and you think I'm sexy. He said this to you? Well, through the radio. Oh God, you, you hear <laughs> and I And when I was young, <laughs> if you want my body and you think I'm sexy. And I was like seven when the song came out. And I was like, no, Rod, I don't think... I don't want your body and I don't, you know, it's a little aggressive. Yeah. But, you know, when I think about you, I touch myself. That that was a bit much. I was a bit, that was a bit much for me. I like that. I, I like it now. I think yeah. it's good. I liked it at the time. The Divinals. <laughs> Australian. I love the Divinals. Yeah. 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 It's sweet. But yeah, but I do think there is a bit of a generational divide. Like I was listening to that, um, the Ion Pack guys, and they were talking about how they went to, what's the college is it Bard or Vassa, the one that had used to have a very like open Sarah sexual- Lawrence. Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. They were there and they were saying they used to have a thing called like Freak Week or Sleaze Week or something. And there'd be all these nude events and there'd be like a porn theater they have, that did they had 24 orgies. hours. Yes, but not anymore. Not Lawrence. anymore. Now that's seen as a bit like- um Gross. Yeah, you know, like un-PC <laughs> or something. Oh, so really? Yeah. But yeah. what about sex positivity? That's I mean- That's what I'm saying. I know, You're but just that's not PC. I guess shift. I'm still happy because like when I grew up with girls are sluts and boys are players. Yeah. And it was like, wait, a girl can't be a player? She's just a slut? Yeah. Well, we're Gen Xers, so we've gone through a But whole... I was happy that, that it changed So because I didn't have the positive thing with girls being sluts or well, like whatever. Like it was just girls were bad if they were like Yeah. That. No, no, I'm with so, you. I'm with you. So I'm it's sad. interesting that it's gone a little bit the other way and yeah. some of that has gone in reaction to a band like The Dare. Sure. Saying thinking that it's sort of sleazy or something to right. be like really, to be like young guys talking about sex. Well, it's not revolutionary, I guess, too. Like it's sort of, yeah, whatever. But, but you it's know what? Fun, fun it's is fun. always revolutionary. Yes. And it's like, it's important for people. It's important that pop culture doesn't always, it doesn't you don't feel like, the weight of the world on your I shoulders. Know. You just like have like a good everything time. Everything has to be the most. I just want to have a good time. I just want to have a good time. I want to go to the health club. Health spa. Oh, Where was Ronnie, it? Ronnie and I. Yeah, mm. I think the health club. But also, it was a very. It was a week of sensual art. We also saw Alex Cameron at the Cara Hotel, which was great. I've never seen him play. He's an Aussie artist. That's sensual art. Well, it was very much so. I thought he was doing a real like Brian yeah. Ferry yeah, yeah, Sinatra yeah. kind of thing, and totally. all of the songs were pretty much about sex. Yeah, and it, it was kind of interesting because this, and we got to meet. Evan know, from Joker Man Podcast, who's I'm one so of our curious, favorite podcasts. You, you, we don't do like cocaine, but I, you <laughs> seem like you do, and I was wondering just because your energy, you don't need it, and you don't do it, but we, t you, t you, I was like, does he think you do coke? Because you're like talking so much, but you just do you think this would get me black? Because he did give me an, he he gave us both <sighs> an offer to come on Joker Man Podcast, which we want to do. 
But you think that'll be rescinded because he'll be perceiving me as like a serious coke fiend? Yeah. Or maybe when we show up, he'll be like, you guys. Yeah, he'll this- be chopping, racking up, <laughs> racking up the bags. The, the lines, the rails. <laughs> but that was cool to me. If you haven't heard, this podcast, Joker Man, is really cool. It started as a sort of reappraisal of mid and late period Bob Dylan work. So people, hardcore Dylan fans know the song Joker Man, which we love. You kind of were hip to that. You were too. We were These playing guys that are record. So like, smart. Meanwhile, yeah. I need cocaine so I can clean the house. Like I, people used to do like black beauties to clean, and I'm almost like considering something so I can just clean like really fast. Yeah, that would be well, that would be an amazing thing to like get back into. Yeah. Well, I never really was. In, you know, what do you mean get back? I don't into? know. It just back seems into like cleaning. I need no, to. No, it just seems like something from the past, like oh, housewives yeah. taking speed and black yeah, yeah, beauties, yeah. like. Weird thing to no, they bring did. Back. It was a thing. That's right. Hey, is that new? Os- whatever it's called, the thing that people do. Ozempic. Does that make you hyper? I don't think so. So it just makes you suppress. Makes you your skinny, abs- right? Yeah. So you don't want to eat. They've tweaked the science on so that. So they can like, do it without not- turning you into a speed freak. Together we're weirder. We're weirder together. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, there are a lot of mysteries in our household this week. One of the big ones is the mystery of the silver goblet on the ultimatum. Oh, my God. So anyone who watched the queer ultimatum reality on TV Netflix, show, which the is queer a, dating show. an insane premise where you come in with your partner and then one is ready for marriage, one's not. So the solution is to swap couples and live <laughs> for three weeks with someone. And it's supposed to like... I guess show you that you're not ready or that you are ready. And a, a, a terrible advice. Like who if you ever actually had a couple in front of you who were like we're struggling with one of us being ready for marriage the other one not. Who would say why didn't you date other people for well, three weeks? Well, it's exactly so, what made Vanderpump, you know, the scandal. You know, I guess in this case people don't know each other, but they sort of get to know each other. It but gets it's real messy, like, right? It gets but, messy, but, but this So there's is, this there's all okay, this is great. Lesbian dating show, watching it, the and drama, not the ups that and downs. many that I know of that are just like all gay, all like a reality show. Not that I'm sure people will be like, No, yes, so it's are. innovative. Look, it is innovative in in that sense in terms of representation, but it is also innovative in its use of what people are drinking from. Exclusively, whether they're Silver at home, goblets. yeah, they can be at home. They can be in a restaurant. Not they can be in a cafe, Starbucks, drinking from silver goblets, either with a stem or without. In, there is in some the ad- house adaptation. Or at restaurants in San Diego, not one glass with a see-through glass did I see on the. And I thought maybe it was just, you know, the set decorating for the hotel or apartment that they rented for this show. No, it was like in every public, even in every restaurant. Now, the other weird thing about it is this is a show with no aesthetic decisions whatsoever. This is a drab scenario. Yeah, you know? unlike my secret to my success, the secret. Wait, the secret of my success. Yeah, you've that, been getting into that. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, let's talk about, we can go back to- Not the, a goblet inside not a, in but the secret of my success. But also the sets- Did I say the, the secret of my success? It's the it's the Michael J. Fox film from 87. I saw it when I was about I never nine saw years it. old. It was just 
so lovely to watch a kind of 80s movie I have not seen. Bit of a rump. Bit of a rump. And like, you know, in succession when the, the clothes and the sets, like you see everyone sort of in, in tan or everyone's in grays or everyone's in navies. I feel like, I don't know if the set decorator and costume designer from Succession took a note from this movie because what's the aesthetic, a uh, corporate aesthetic or tall building in New York aesthetic? It's like Wall Street. Wall Street is that aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah. And it was really beautifully shot. And this and the and this and this sort of what's it called? The uh, com- composition of the scenes, all the furniture and the clothes. I mean, go watch it. it Just- this movie, it's hard to describe <laughs> what on. Michael J. Fox and this movie meant to me. Really? As, well, look, Michael J. Fox was a me too. Shorter guy. Oh, right. Cheeky. I didn't think about that. Cheeky, yes. good-hearted, Aww. but I can't uh, wait but, to you know, see his doco. I know I want to see it Me too. too. But yeah. and also like you know, kind of got himself in trouble with the ladies a little oh, bit, yeah. but, but did innocently. You? Did you? I aspired to, and I love that you know he he makes love to his aunt Vera <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> which. Aunt Judy? I, I'm not saying Aunt Judy? no, no, no. I'm not saying I aspired to make love to my actual aunts, but I, I do think <laughs> it did. It did give me a bit of a taste for older women. I know it's so funny in these movies that it's kind of like it seemed fine. Like it's so funny, but I kept thinking, it's not. It's like there's no way you can throw the cards that that's like can work out all right with the aunt, unless it's well. I guess if it's your parents, if it's not a biological aunt. Mm. So I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, so he sleeps with his uncle's wife. Right. So there's no blood the there. It's still very bizarre. The uncle though, yeah. has like no, almost no recollection. He must have been very estranged from the family because when he meets his nephew, it's like, I don't know who yeah. you are. So that family had a real uh, rift in it. Yeah, real, really that an estranged see. relationship. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, it's so fun. But that the movie. movie has a very deep commitment to the song, Oh Yeah. Oh Yeah. By oh, Yellow, too. Yeah. <laughs> And, and all that St. Yeah. Elmo's Fire music-ish yeah. in the background. I was in heaven. Yeah, it was And very, also the love scene, like, you know, if you have ever done a love scene, they sometimes put you in these tan underwear in case there's oh, a yes. slip. You don't want your bush showing or whatever. But there's a scene in Michael J. Fox. You He's know, in the pool with, with his Aunt, Aunt Vera. Vera. <laughs> Aunt Vera rips off his togs, you know, his <laughs> swimmers. And you see like a good 10 Ooh. seconds of him in this skin-colored... Um, bathing suit, little speedo uh, un- underwear, but yeah. it's really cute. They, He's weird, so they didn't cute. catch it. That was the only production flaw. Whereas, you kind of you. Oh, sorry. Then, what? No, you go ahead. Well, you kind of played a character sort of based on Michael J. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, Placid Lake was a bit in, of a uh, the TV show he did. Yeah, Family Ties. Family Ties, because Ben's one big starring role in this uh, Australian film. You play a man who has hippie parents, a young man. And you become like an uber conservative suit yeah. re- Republican yeah, type yeah, yeah. To, exactly. to go against your parents. See, but, I kind of did that. I, tr- I tried. Oh, because is that what you got into your whole preppy culture and all so. of that? Like a rebellion against yeah. the bohemian I do want to know vibes. the mystery of the silver goblets. Like, why were they all in the restaurants as well? well Unless yeah, what, San Diego is like, no. we love a silver this goblet. This show has like Love Island you know, horrible show, obviously, but it looks fun. There's bright colors. It's like there's some thought into the aesthetic. This show just looks like nothing. Love Island, I'm always curious because when I saw the British, so I saw the Aussie one and all the rooms are like kind of clean and even the bathrooms where everyone has 5 billion products. Yes. I feel like they sort of throw everything in drawers before they shoot. But then I saw the Love Island England, I think maybe, and it, uh, and it's really messy. All those 
how crazy would it be to sleep in those rooms with like it's like being in an orphanage or whatever old fashioned yes. like seven like being in any seven beds in a row people stooping oh god I wish there was a hard knock life scene in Love Island where they all just were cleaning up and singing hard yeah knock because life. I yeah. think they did make them but the choice of the I think British one they just let them be messy because in reality young people like in their early 20s would have clothes and things all over absolutely so this is some of the terrible tv we've been watching the good thing we have Except been watching 80s, is yeah no that was that was good rom-com but and whatever. we've loved i think you should leave the tim the new season of the tim robbins and i'm show watching finally really miles good. davis documentary which oh. is great i'm trying to throw in some you didn't save that for me. really yeah, it's, I'm like ten minutes in. Okay, you're gonna you're of course. willing to backtrack? Oh my god, oh, that's love. See, that's commitment. are you kidding? I just like I love watching things with you because yeah. you don't go for the, you know. I have a lot of different tastes, and I like old movies and yeah. like from the 40s, 50s, 60s. You have a wider. Well, you like 60s probably on. You have a, a wider palette, I guess, of cinema than I do. But in in books, well, books you you never went for like the classics. Some of them, but you have read a lot of books. Um, so we're into summer break with the kids. Where you know it's gloomy in LA. I know June, June gloom, right? June, yeah. Yep, June gloom. I know it's. Uh, did I say that right? June gloom. June, June. June I, know, I know. Yeah. Um. Yes, it's gloomy in LA, and everywhere else in the world has got some sun. I hear. But here at Weirder Together headquarters, HQ. We're just, HQ, we're we charging we're just ahead. We're turning working. on a lot of nice atmospheric lighting, low lighting, I know. making it bright where we can. It's no summer vacation for us. We're going to be delivering the pods twice a week all yeah, through summer. Yeah, this is perfect for our potting. We just Come don't on. want to go outside. We're just potting indoors. That's right. Playing a little bit of tennis. Something that was on the last step we were talking about, you know, I was nervous to go to Caroline's memorial. Yeah. And something kind of amazing happened I, I went to the memorial and it was it was very emotional and i was really glad i went and me and josh played a song we played our song here a radner and lee song maybe i'll chuck that song on the end of the episode it's a good song i like um but uh but then when we were at alex cameron's i got in a conversation at the bar with a british dude and we're talking about collaboration or something. And I said, yeah, I have this collaboration I do with this guy. And we hadn't played for years until this memorial. He was like, that's where I recognize you from. Oh, and he was he at was the memorial. Too. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. So it was kind of, I don't know. But it was, it was not much of a story. <laughs> no. I'm like falling asleep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, oh, so I went over to my friend's house. My friend Karis, her kids were graduating. Both of them, one from college, one from high school. And we there was such a cool, a fun party. And we went, my mom wanted us to all go together in her car. And we decided- As mothers do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, keep every keep all the chicks, all the she's like the hen wants all the little chicks <laughs> together. But we took our own car, and then you wanted to leave early because you had to do something. I had to walk the dogs. Walk the dogs, and so my mom was still at this party, and then I went outside or in another room, and then I think she thought we both left because you left, and then she left. That's part of the story where then I was like worried she would think we both cut out on her. Okay, so just to check, I'm up to date. Now you're at the party by yourself. I'm you at the no party and I didn't home. have my cell phone. But I was yeah. like, it was funny in the old days you would use someone's landline. But mm. then I was like, oh, I have to ask someone to use their cell phone to call you. 
Um, but so the point of my story is just as I'm about to leave, and I know you said I'm I, I called you from a cell phone and you said I'm gonna be outside, so don't make me come in again. I cause that's personally I, I hate know. leaving course, a party and then coming back in. And I was it? in pajamas. You know what's so funny? What? Two people ended up coming back really? and the way they came back for whatever reason, they were dancing as they came back yeah. and they brought such energy and it was like I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like they both came back for reasons like I left my sweater or I, you know, some. See, that's the thing. I always come I always back sheepishly. Me, yeah, and everybody I, I does. You own it a little yeah, more, you just, don't they you? They came back dancing. We should keep maracas in the car. And then so come that back, if we yeah. need to come in, we're like. No, they came in like that. Yeah. But so then, so I knew you were coming and then we're at, standing outside and we're looking outside at birds and stuff. It's like getting to be evening. And Jonathan, her husband, is telling this story about this hawk and then these hummingbirds come and the hawk sits there and the hummingbirds go around it and then when it finally flies away the hummingbird one hummingbird goes after it a little bit like yeah yeah i chase you away like he's getting the stent of anthropomorphism yeah he's having this sort of relationship with these outdoor birds and then someone else who's from a uh, pitch picciarelli who's from australia said his mother he showed us videos his mother because the birds in australia are unbelievable they're like they ah. Ah, yeah, ah. there's so many and they, <laughs> they own the voice. land and people become friends with magpies. It's a whole thing. So <clears throat> I was just thinking of this thing of like, I almost can't wait to kind of not have any animals. Like we have dogs. Mm. I love them. I want them to be here forever. But, you know, leaving town, it's such a thing and they're so dirty in the house, whatever. And you ne- you always have to worry about when you go out of town. Mm. Then I was like thinking of almost like it's like a short film of someone who finally gets rid of all their animals like Jonathan and Karis, but then they can't leave town because they've become, they've had this whole relationship with their outside animals. Right. So I just thought that was kind of like, it captured my imagination that totally. they they were in this whole dynamic. And Have were, you ever had relationships with wild animals? Like where yeah. they come back and you feed them? And yeah, stuff? yeah. Well, I've had that with um, the two, uh, two frogs in uh, Scotland okay. for the summer. <laughs> Um, and were they a couple or they were just single? <laughs> My brother had one and I had one when we were kids. They were outdoors. And could you tell them apart? Yeah, one was slim and one was not as slim. Which one got the, the chubby one? Which one got the slim one? I think... I got, I can't remember. Mm. I wonder if my brother will remember. Mm. And we had a whole thing with them. Mm. And, and they were always, them every day. And they were always like, we could always find them again. Like they were always hanging around by this bottom of this uh, tree. So like we played with them many days in a row. Amazing. Um, and then I nursed a p- pigeon baby. You nursed it to your breast? <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, back with, I nursed it with like gruel, like, like some sort of um, rice, but but I nursed it, and then it, and because it, it was fallen out of the tree, and then it lived, and that was good. Yeah, but uh, that's about it. I'm sure there are more. What about yeah. you? Any I don't outdoor know. animals? I don't know if I've ever like really bonded with nature. <laughs> you love the ocean. I do love the ocean. You're like the Daniel Day Lewis character in uh, Room with a View. Do you remember? There's Why, a great line. Been? Well, she. She's set up to marry him, and he's like a very bookish man, Daniel Day Lewis, with like these glasses that sort of fall, and he's sort of uptight. And they're doing a lot of things outdoors because it's the summer, and they go to take a walk, and he's very prim. And she said, I don't, something about him, I never picture you outdoors. I always picture you in sort of a drawing room, reading mm. a book or something. And he's like, hmm. And it's really speaking to like she ends up with, you know, Julian Sands. Who's He's an more, indoors guy. This is a. And Daniel Julian Day-Lewis. Sands is like 
um, animal. Like, so can you be prim without being proper? <laughs> what is prim? prim? Prim is like well put together, like fancy. Uh, someone who is prim and proper always behaves in the correct way. But what about prim versus proper? Yeah. Just prim definition. Might be like timid. The definition of prim is stiffly formal and respectable, feeling or showing disapproval of anything regarded as improper. Well, he was straight laced, even twee. Twee, okay. Yeah. Twee, I thought was like sort of Britishy and, and it's like cutesy. cutesy. It's not there's no edges to it. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like you. You've got got it all. I guess you've got like the, the politeness from your old older family. Just growing up Australian in the eighties, there was still in the way I was raised, there was definitely like an emphasis on manners and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you know? still I when I lived there for a year with you, yeah. I would see parents still like sort of not having their kids like it would be embarrassing if the kids were like you know in public being like too wild yeah and lots of pleases and thank yous yeah. and all that big part of the culture but, but the culture also lets the kids kind of be themselves yavol <laughs> is that russian yavol i don't think so is it i'm not sure maybe not so that's that that's that so i, uh, I miss this we've got a fun guest coming up later in the week yeah. Stephen Ogg, yeah. who people might know from The Walking Dead, and he's also a, known as a character in Grand Theft Auto, video game, the Goldie plays. Well, who yeah. doesn't know that video game? Yeah, exactly. And he's also, but he's also just a wild, artistic, interesting guy. But I he's, like, uh, yeah. but he's, he's fun. So that's going to be a fun chat. A and free if people spirit. Have, He's a free spirit. And if people have, want to send a voice note or questions, they can do that at weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com. And I uh, guess that's about it for this Beautiful week. babies. We love you. Here with the coffee stain here In a bit of pain here With my fuzzy brain that thinks all kinds of nonsense Here when the fever breaks here At the rusty gates here With some bad mistakes that I went upon my conscience Here I could sit for days here In ecstatic praise here Let me count the ways I missed the chance to sing Everything I'm looking for is here No disrespect to over there But everything I'm looking for is Everything I'm looking for is here I've been looking for it
there's something you want to tell me? <laughs> to be a fairy. Yeah. It's like costume. 